Hi, I'm Danielle. And I'm Ty. Together, we are hosting the Nebraska Land Bank Podcast. We promise this isn't some boring bank podcast. That's right. We aim to entertain. Listen every other Monday. We'll tackle topics like finance, business, sports, community events, and maybe even a course or two of great food finds. We're always community-minded. Every voice. Every topic. Every time. So turn the volume up, settle in, and let's let's talk talk Nebraska Land. Well, happy New Year's, Danielle. We're up here in the third floor podcast studio today, and and we're here in 2022, right? Here in 2022 for our 26th episode. Well, this is pretty exciting, Um, and we have a pretty special guest today. You know, anytime there's something new and exciting going on in North Platte, we want this to be one of the first places you're hearing about it, right? Absolutely. Well, I'm going to introduce our guest then quickly today. With us today, we have Brian Frew. He's from Grand Island and Hastings area, right? Yep. And he is an owner of the Hastings Sodbusters. So, Brian, welcome to the studio. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. Uh, this place is awesome. Uh, beautiful location, beautiful building. Just happy to be here. Thanks, guys. Thanks for coming today. Yeah. Well, let's let's get right into this. Um, we're looking at having a pro baseball team here in North Platte, right? Yeah, it's it's technically not pro. We don't pay the players. They're, uh, they're college players that are coming from all over the country, and they play in a, a pro-like atmosphere where we, you know, we like to think of it as a minor league type of atmosphere where uh, in between innings you do all these crazy games, but the, the competition level is very high. You know, we'll get a ton of Division One players, uh, not only players from all over the country, but uh, we sometimes get international players as well. So it's not technically pro ball, but, you know, to the lay fan, it might as well be. Okay, that makes more sense. I've got a better understanding of that now. So, but you're, we're talking Division One players, yeah. right? Right here in town playing several games a year. How many games? Uh, we'll play 60 games total, so 30 home games, 30 road games. How do you recruit players? Uh, you know, we develop uh, relationships with college coaches from around the country. So with the Hastings Sodbusters, I played my college ball at Nebraska Omaha. And so I know that program really well. So we'll, you know, we'll connect with those coaches. And, and there's always, always these uh, shoot offs of people going to different places. So I know, I know guys all over the country that would be available to introduce players to me. And then, you know, we talk to the players, tell them what we're about and what their season's going to look like. And they come out to the middle of nowhere and play baseball. Do you find, is there much competition out there? I mean, do you have to try to attract them or is it, or are they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I've noticed the biggest things is, is you tell them there's a gym to work out at and your, your meals will be taken care of. That's about all you have to say. <laughs> but I suppose if you're in their shoes, it's about playing baseball yeah. and refining your game and getting getting better, right? Yeah, absolutely. As a, as a former player myself, um, I've always been of the opinion that uh, playing more baseball makes you better at baseball. So you can go to the gym and you can hit in the cage all you want, but there's nothing like getting 60 games of baseball in in two months uh, to improve your skills. What would be a upper end range for a fastball at, at this level of play, just to give me a little bit of an idea. Any given night, I would say you're mostly seeing mid to upper 80s. Okay, cool. Uh, but a couple years ago, we had a dude that was uh, throwing 99 miles an hour at a pier. That was that was pretty exciting to watch. Ty, you used to play baseball, right? Yeah, I mean, when I was a lot younger and I wasn't good enough to play like at the level that, okay. that Brian played. But yeah, baseball was always, um, it was probably my favorite sport growing up. It's just, it's such a great, team game but it's it's hard and North Platte has had a tremendous baseball and softball tradition I mean uh, just like the Hastings area has in a lot of places in Nebraska so I'm just super excited about this now is it wood bat usage is that right yes yeah it is all it's all wood bat yep 
Walk our listeners through how that changes the game versus maybe a normal college game. You know, when I played, uh, we used metal bats for everything. Uh, but these kids are so good with wood bats now because they do all these high school showcase camps that are all wood bat. Uh, they're always taking batting practice with wood bat. So they're very accustomed to hitting with wood bat. And, you know, the first year, especially if those of you who aren't familiar with Duncan Field, it's, it's literally the biggest ballpark in America. It's, it's, I think I measured it out once. It's thousands of square feet bigger than the biggest major league park as far as playing surface. And so I was thinking, man, we're going to have a bunch of two to one or one to nothing games that are all pitchers duels. And I was shocked to see how good these guys are at hitting the ball. I mean, almost for sure. It's up at, in Hastings, it's obviously a big park, but in every other park in the league, I mean, if you don't see at least one home run in a night, it would be a rarity. So these, these kids can really hit. And this summer in North Platte, there'll be, there'll be plenty of home runs hit. Oh, that's exciting. And so with this, you need one of your goals is to find host families for these kids. What does that opportunity look like? Yeah. And I actually can speak from firsthand experience because I've both been a a host player. Um, I lived with a family when I played in Wisconsin for a couple of years and then a family in Michigan and a family in Pennsylvania. And so they kind of take you in as one of their own kids. And it's a really great experience, at least from from that perspective, uh, instead of, you know, staying in hotels or in an apartment complex with three other guys like you do for college, you actually get, you know, the family experience. Most of the host families have other siblings that are in the house. And I mean, I have three kids and my kids absolutely love the players that we have. And we've hosted players all four years that we've had them and we've had the sodbusters and it's been an awesome experience. And, and so we'll bring about 30 maybe 28 to 30 guys in and and they all need places to stay so we really look to the community to volunteer to be you know a host family for these kids and and provide support um and a, and a bed to sleep in what is the atmosphere of the games like and and maybe talk a little bit about how this interacts with legion baseball that's going on there's some overlap in the schedules yeah and you know we've had an awesome relationship to start out with, with Justin over at the Legion program, he's been phenomenal. He's been very supportive, very excited to have us. And the idea is to work together to promote baseball in the community. And that's, uh, you know, that's the main goal, I think, for the Legion program is is to promote baseball. That's our goal is to promote baseball. So uh, being able to work together with Justin and the rest of the program is is going to be a real treat that um, that I'm really looking forward to. Can you speak to how the ownership structure of the team works and why the interest in North Platte community? You know, the league had identified North Platte as a really good option. And there was there was several owners that were looking at starting a new team in our league. And, you know, they, for one reason or another, didn't they didn't work out. And then our ownership group, which is me and another guy from Grand Island, and then um, also helping us out is Chuck Heeman. Uh, he owns the Garing and Casper franchises in the league, and we just we saw it as a really great opportunity. Both, you know, for our teams helps with travel quite a bit because we have teams all the way out in Idaho and Oregon. So, any teams we can get closer to our uh, communities is is a plus. But yeah, the ownership group is um, all people that live in Nebraska, not necessarily North Platte. Although we would really like to get some local ownership involved in some way. But yeah, we just, we're in charge of making sure that uh, the right people are in the place to sell sponsorships, sell tickets, sell group tickets and outings, make sure somebody's in charge of getting host families put together. 
and and make sure the game runs the way it needs to run. And and luckily Chuck has uh, he's kind of the operating guy. I'm owner. I, I'm a CPA by trade, so I'll do a lot of the financing compliance stuff. But Chuck is a is a very talented, very experienced operator, and um, he's going to kind of take over that portion of it. Uh, once the season starts, he lives in Gary, and so it's only a couple hours away as well. So uh, the ownership group, I think, is really great. We are very, very committed to making it a community thing and not necessarily like a faraway investment that we're trying to to build. It's a community deal, and, and that's how it, it's the most successful, and that's how we'd like to see it continue on. And you said that the atmosphere will be somewhat like going to a minor league ball game or maybe a spring training game where you've got kind of other fun activities going on during the game. Is that right? Yeah. And, you know, that's one of my favorite parts of it. I'm I'm a baseball guy. I'm a baseball purist. So I want to, if I was, you know, sitting at a game and just watching high level players compete and fastballs and stolen bases and doubles and all that stuff, I'd be as happy as anybody, but not everybody likes that. So, you know, part of the whole deal is to have all these little trivia games in between. We get kids out on the field rolling tires or throwing balls at targets. Just get them involved and I swear at the end of the night half the half the stands don't know who won and who lost. <laughs> and definitely don't know what the score is. So and Chuck and I joke about that all the time is, you know, you'll you'll pick a fan out and just say, Hey, do you know what our record is? And they'll be like, mm, no, no I don't. Mm-hmm. I think a winning record, but you know they don't they don't keep track of it because that's not what it's about. Obviously, you want to go out there and and win, and that's good for everybody. But um, at the end of the day, it's just about being outside at, at Billwood Field and and enjoying a, a nice summer night with your family and and have your kids run around with their friends. That sounds great. Yeah, it sounds like a fantastic entertainment option in North Platte. And the season would you mind walking through the time frame? Is it May through July? Is that what you told me? Yeah. Ryan? So um, I believe the first game is the Tuesday after Memorial Day, which, if if I'm correct, is May 24th or 25th, somewhere around that. So at the end of May, uh, and then our last home game is the last Saturday in July, which I believe is July 30th. So we squeeze those 60 ball games, all wow. single games for the most part, into two months and then we'll have some playoffs afterwards for the best teams to try to get the independence league championship the scheduling has to be a tremendous job in itself i mean with the different legion teams and different things using the fields and all that how who does that job and how does that work chuck is the main guy on that actually he's on the scheduling committee for our league board and uh, so he puts it together it's a lot of the teams in the league have to share the field, not have to, they, they share the field with Legion and, and sometimes that can be challenging, but for the most part, the Legion programs work with the Independence League teams to, to make it all work. So really, at least in Hastings, there might be two nights in, in the summer that baseball is not being played at Duncan Field and, and North Platte will be the same way with their two Legion programs as well. What are some of the other benefits to our community by having this, this come to North Platte? Well, I, I sometimes talk about the financial side. Obviously, like if you get people to come into North Platte, visiting teams come in, their parents sometimes come and visit. That's hotel nights, meals. You know, we'll be selling alcohol at the games, which generates some city tax and, and sales tax and all that stuff. And, you know, one of my favorite things is the Hastings Sodbusters on a yearly basis will pay out about 100000 in wages in a summer. Wow. And that's a lot of that goes to, you know, high school kids that are working the concession stand. A lot of times college kids will be back from the summer. They usually are our bartenders, if you will. And, and you know, our staff in Hastings just loves coming back to the park 
because you know they're getting paid to be at the ball field and so some of them might be there anyway but we have a lot of our staff that have like we've seen a girl that started with us when she was 15 and worked through high school and now she's doing the bartending stuff and there's a lot of continuity and it's just a lot of fun and it's it's a good way to have a job and and get to have that experience in a fun way yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to work out at the baseball yeah. field? That'd be that'd be a fun summer. Yeah, that it? would be a way fun job. Yeah, and all those concessions workers get paid more than I do. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and that's the thing is, like, you don't have to pay me because going to the ballpark, that's what I want to do anyway. So, you know, I, I usually in Hastings, I'll, I'll run the scoreboard and, and do the fun sound effects. And that's kind of my favorite job in the whole deal. And it's just nice to, you know, be at the ballpark and, and watch high quality baseball every night. Well, what are the things you need? I mean, I'm super thrilled about this coming to North Platte. What are the things that you need from the community uh, to help you with this? You know, most of the really important things we already have. Uh, it's the really the, the community support from the leaders in the community. The city council is huge. Uh, having a good relationship with the Legion is very, very big. And, you know, so far those things are off on a really good start. Um, host families, I mean, it's always a struggle. 30, 30 families willing to open up their home in a small town is, is a challenge every year. But, you know, in Hastings, we've got it to work every year and uh, we'll do that. So, you know, it's just about people being willing to come support us and businesses being willing to partner up with us to, to do sponsorships and to do their group outings and some of their you know, if they have employee or customer giveaways, things like that. So it's just, it's it's a very community thing that everybody kind of has to be on board with if it's going to work the right way. What about the ticket price? What is the range of cost? Have you figured out about what a ticket will cost to go to a game in North Platte? You know, we haven't, we haven't nailed that down yet, but I would imagine at the low end, it would probably be $5 and at the high end, maybe 10 or 12. Um, and then there's, we'd like to have like party deck tickets that would be all you can eat food and usually those run around 20 or 25 dollars and so it's pretty affordable like you know generally I don't have to pay to get my family into the games but if I go to another another team's field like I'll get out of there and spend maybe 70 dollars to take my whole family to the ball game have a meal and and you know have two and a half hours of of a good time. How can people follow along and kind of keep tabs on what you guys are doing here? Uh, we have a website set up right now. I believe it's com, and that's our team name. I think uh, that is announced now. So uh, the North Platte Plainsman is the name of the team, and, and that's the website. And then from there, you can kind of follow us on Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram. Um, I don't know if we're doing TikTok if we are, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't graduated from Facebook yet, so. Either yeah, has Ty. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm in the same club that you are, Brian, so uh, yeah, yeah, all I'll, these I'll, new... watch, I'll watch for it on Facebook. Yeah, there you go. And, and Facebook is probably, you know, where we can get the best content. Instagram, I think, is pretty popular because it's, you know, it's obviously a lot of pictures that we're trying to take and, and share that way. Well, we've got our own little spin on uh, our podcast because we kind of add a game into our sessions too. Are you going to be in charge of that today? Yeah, sure. So we end each episode with a game of trivia. And if you win the game, which means that you would get the majority of these questions correct, then you will win $100 to donate to a charity of your choice. If you lose, then you still win because we just keep the $100 and add it to the pot for our next guest to play with. So today, since it's the the beginning of 2022, we're playing some gear trivia. So I'm going to, I have five notable events from 2020 or 2021. Those two years kind of blurred together. 
Uh, so you just have to recall whether this event happened in 2020 or happened in 2021. All right, bring it. Okay. So the first one is the first COVID vaccine dose was administered. That was 2021. Incorrect. Oh. 2020. <laughs> 2020. I know. This is going to be hard. Yeah, this might be harder than I thought. So now he has to get three of five to win. Three of five. Okay, three of five. Yeah, you're so still you're, you're still alive. Yeah. Okay, the storming of the Capitol building. That was 21. That was 21. You're correct. One, 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 <laughs> one, and, one. one, and, one, one. and one. Okay, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle said they would step back from the British royal family. <sighs> Usually I get my, my gossip news from the grocery aisles, and I don't go grocery shopping that often, but... I believe that was 2020. You're correct. Yes. Yep. Ooh, <laughs> two and one. <laughs> the Brood X Cicada emergence. Was it 2020 mm. or 2021? I think that was 2020. No, that really? was 2021. Yeah, that was this summer, I think, wasn't it? Or this last summer, I mean. Yeah. Okay, but the strange monoliths were discovered in Utah, California, and Romania. Man, 2020? I don't know that one, so I'm going to take a wild guess and go with 2020. You're correct. Oh, so that get, that's the win that's then, right? That's the win That's then. the win. So that's three of five. And so, uh, Brian, you're the winner in trivia. And so we're going to donate $100 to the charity of your choice. Uh, you just need to tell us who it is. Well, I think I'm going to uh, posture a little bit and give it straight to American Legion Baseball. That's oh, great. <laughs> we'd be happy to. You yeah. know, they we've had such a, a great Legion team over the years. Yes. And it's made such an impact on so many uh, of my friends and friends of my kids and all that it's just it's we've got a great program here yeah and i i played uh, for grand island home federal and coached for grand island home federal for many years so i i remember coming out to north platte every other year and had a lot of good memories here playing baseball and competing with some of those really good teams yeah you know how good north platte is at baseball and you also know how great of a field bill Woodfield is yes, then too absolutely i mean I think it was while I was playing, I think they redid the surface, and it's an amazing surface right now, and they've done an awesome job of keeping it in pristine shape. So that was never a concern when the league was talking about going to North Platte. I was like, surface is great. It's a great playing surface. Okay. Well, thanks for stopping in uh, here in the studio in North Platte today, and thanks for taking the time here. You bet. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. That's a wrap for today. Learn more about our podcast at nebraskalandbank.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, leave us a review and subscribe to the show and find us on Facebook at Nebraska Bank Podcast. Community-minded, every voice, every topic, every time.